Hello, darlings. It's Karen here. We were being blackmailed into stealing a wish scroll from Mr. Marvelous, but it all started going wrong. The whole thing was a trap, and we got stuck in some kind of underground arena with Bobby, a horrid monster made of stitch to get the corpses. We were just starting to get the hang of fighting this thing when Frankie popped back in out of nowhere to join us. I'm so happy he's not dead, but we had our hands full with this monster and we didn't even have time to celebrate or get him new shoes. Things weren't looking good, but then this enormous thing appeared behind Frankie and destroyed part of the arena, giving us a way out. We gave chase to Marvelous but it looks like even getting squished by a giant space lobster isn't enough to put Bobby down. We're in a bit of trouble here. Good everybody, and welcome to the Terrible Adventures of the Janison Breffitt's Parchment Company. We are up to part four of our Reservoir Employees arc, and fun fact about me, I still don't know how to spell the word reservoir. Mm, that's not us. <laughs> My name is Penny D, and I'll be your DM, and when I was... I want to say between the ages of 19 and 24, my nickname was Hooves because I'm very clumsy and I would always <laughs> kick things over. I like, I just like wildly flail my feet around like a horse apparently. Oh and my to, got to the point my friends would like put empty vessels down, like, you know, cups down next to my feet so that when I stand up, I kick them over and they could laugh at me. <laughs> they don't sound like very nice friends, Penny. <laughs> That's kind of cute though. Yeah. So like, oh, hooves at it again. People, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's me. You'd be my favorite center. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nathan and I play Flinva the Halfling Bard. And mine would is Natey Patati. But also, also, I used to work as an early childhood teacher and we had a little kid there called Nate. And they were like, but that's my name. Can I call you Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> that's very cute. If you like. So I also was called Bruce by this random kid. Bruce is extremely like, good. It was a nice time. <laughs> my name's Liz and I play Karen, the dwarf barbarian. I've had a lot of nicknames in my time, uh, ranging from horse girl to nosy Parker. Uh, <laughs> but I think my favourite nickname that I ever had was um, one of my teachers in primary school used to call me Betty Boop. Really? Really? For no reason that I can ascertain. So you she didn't j- go boop, boop, be doop or anything? No, no. She just called me Betty Boop Thanks and I thought it was quite cute. That is quite cute, actually. That was quite cute. So I look back on that with fondness, even though I didn't really like it at the time. Yeah, well, <laughs> any nickname your teacher gives you, you're going to hate, unless yeah, it's it, like the cool teacher. It's, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Poppy, and I play Ida for the Tiefling Rogue. And um, with a name like Poppy, I've had plenty of ridiculous nicknames. Poppy. Snap, crackle, Poppy. Yeah. Oh Actually, gosh. no. I think, Penny, you're the only one. I think you've called me that before, but it's <laughs> um, Popsicle, Popstar, mm. Poppet. But my grandmother used to call me Popsicle Pooper and... <laughs> <laughs> and now we all call you that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, and also sometimes in business emails, people misspell my name and call me poopy. So <laughs> that doesn't make me want to hurt them. I subconsciously no. call you that every time I write your name what? down. <laughs> and then I just, cur- like, just, just in the back of my head, like, that's what I say in my brain, but I would never call you that to your no. face. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> 
Hi, my name is Stephanie, and I play uh, Frankie, the very much alive human uh, Woo, artificer. Yay. Yay. He's back. He's, He's back. Yep, yep, cool. Uh, hold your applause, please. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up uh, in a single-parent family, you know, with just no siblings, uh, it was just me and my mom, so I followed her around, and she used to be like, okay, come on, boo-boo. And I was like, Aww. okay, Ogie, because now I'm just a baby. I can't say Yogi Bear, so. Oh, my God. Uh, that's so cute. Yeah, she was my Yogi, and I was her boo-boo. Oh, my God, that's uh, so And we cute. are planning to get Yogi Bear and boo-boo tattoos. Oh. We just can't decide on how we want it, so it's been a long, drawn-out process. But, yeah, uh, yeah so I'm boo-boo, and I will always be boo-boo, I think. So that is a, she still calls adorable. me boo-boo now, so. Yeah. That is too cute. Well, this isn't a cute nicknames and picnic about. Baskets podcast. <laughs> Maybe it should be. Yeah, you know, I think that let's just quit the D and D thing. Just do this banter. Um, this is a D and D podcast. Uh, we are right in the middle of some trouble. So mm. just a uh, little bit. Let's do our best and see if we can wrap this up today. How do we feel about that? Yeah, let's do okay, it. Yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah. Sounds like fun. As long as we can have a tearful reunion with Frankie at the end, yeah. I think we're going to be okay. Keep him alive, and we'll see. <laughs> no promises on that. <laughs> So you guys are standing in the seating area of a partially collapsed <laughs> underground arena. In front of you, there is a door that Mr. Marvelous has recently disappeared through. Mm-hmm. Behind you, there is a storming juggernaut of a sewn together monstrosity created by one of Mr. Marvelous's allies, Dr. Zergos was was the name that was given. Thank you for writing that down. (laughs) (laughs) And Bobby is charging at you. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Run away. Yeah, I run away. Run through the door. So I'm uh, Frankie's still holding holding Ida. Yeah, I was gonna say Ida's holding on for dear life. (laughs) Like you know, football holding. Football holding the cat. Throw me like a football. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, where are you going? Just so you know, this is like a secret underground bedding ring. And you guys came down one way, Mm. but there are so many different doors that all all exit. You imagine that they will all lead to various exits. Mm. People can, you know, quietly slip down here and do some illegal bedding and then go back up. So there's more than one way to do crime. There's more than one way to exit. Exactly, there is, yeah. From the crime. The crime so, did we see Marvelous leave through a specific door? Yes. Sweet. I well, like. I can't really say anything right now, but I would say we'd go through there. Yeah. Yeah. Karen said, "Follow me," and she's running after Marvelous, so Perfect. she's mm-hmm. disappearing through the door that Marvelous went through. Yeah. Okay. Let's go kick his butt. There is also a panicking, screaming crowd running in every direction. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to get everyone to roll an athletics check to see how quickly you're able to get to your target. Me neither. <laughs> this is, I'm a cat. Like, yeah, you're being carried by a clumsy man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't got four. Okay, fair. Frankie got a six. Karen got a ten. Flynn got a nine. Okay. Oh my god. Not uh, great. Not like, great. Not, not great. great. <laughs> it is you're climbing over seats that have been tipped over. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are people running in every direction. The whole structure that you're in is kind of like trembling a little bit because as I mentioned in the last episode, the infrastructure here is dangerously damaged by this <laughs> enormous dreadnought that came hurtling out of the crack in the air and like crashed into one of the stands. So um, mm-hmm. it is not the easiest 
little journey that you've ever been on but you do make it up to the door uh, probably around 45 seconds since Marvelous disappeared through it mm -hmm. uh, and by the way because you all rolled low Bobby is right behind you oh, God. oh no Frankie Hi. would like I'd like to just imagine Frankie like trying to get through the crowd but just holding the cat just <laughs> above the head so no one like bangs into the cat by the way Nate did you uh, recover Welby yeah so he's still flying above me so okay. wherever I'm going he'll be flying just a little bit above me. So what strategy are you going to use to stall Bobby while you get through this door? Is my spell still active or will my concentration from a giant behemoth appearing out of another plane have broken my concentration? Uh, we're no longer in initiative. Um, I'll say that you can activate heat metal once more uh, if you want to, but then after that, it's now too long past the original because like yeah. it would be every six seconds you'd be pinging it. It's probably been about you know 30 seconds since the last time you did it. So you can activate it one more time if you want to to see if you can slow Bobby down. Yeah, I just want to try again on this, on this foot plate. Cause I'll, I'll say if you get more than 10 damage, it slows him down. So I think Ido being a cat who's quite nimble, it would be a good opportunity for him to follow Marvelous through the door. Okay, how do you open the door? Can someone do it for me? Yes. So thank you, Blake. <laughs> Go, I don't. I mean, Karen got the, the highest score and she was already in front of everybody else. So I'm assuming she's right at the door. So she just kind of slams it open with both of her hands. It's locked. <laughs> so Frankie's just thrown Idafa into a locked door. Oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess uh, Frankie roll a attack roll oh. using a cat as a projectile. <laughs> please. That's an 18 on the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, roll damage. Yeah, that's super hit. One d6. That's what that's what cat does. Three damage. Uh, how much health do you have, Poppy, as a cat? Two. Okay. So you you throw the cat at the door. The cat goes and then like hits the door, and then Idafa like transforms back from a cat and lands on the floor. Oh my god! <laughs> Just as a side note, I would never do this in real life. Please don't. <laughs> well, like and and honest, Frankie, you thought that the door would be open. Yeah. 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 So, so. go. Okay, so uh, back to Flynn. Uh, Flynn turns around and heats up the uh, piece of like armor on Bobby's ankle. Uh, and Bobby does sink down to one knee, uh, eyes fixed on Flynn. Cool, he great. is now slowed down. You have a moment. Okay, um, Karen is going to gather everybody in front of the door. And she's going to say, jump out of the way when he gets close. But then he'll be in front of you. Yeah, he's going to charge in, into the door, hopefully. Okay. Uh, just as like you're like talking and like making a plan, Frankie will just stop listening for a minute and be like... Ido, you were gorgeous as a cat. <laughs> oh my but god. Ido was almost definitely concussed. So. <laughs> and complimented. Also, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so Karen's going to pull Idafa up, standing next to her, and she's going to grab Frankie and stand Frankie next to her on the other side. And Flynn's just kind of in front of her. And she's going to say, okay, we, we all jump together. And she's waiting. She lets go of the other the, of the two guys, and she's waiting for Bobby to charge. Okay, Bobby screams, mm. and its eyes glow green, mm -hmm. uh, and its ankle seems to be uh, usable again. And it does uh, charge straight for Flynn as fast as it can. Uh, go ahead and roll me uh, dexterity acrobatics checks, everybody. I hope everybody rolls high. Yeah. Natural 20. <laughs> nice. Cool. Yeah, nice. 18. 17. Cool. Bobby does charge you all, and Idafer and Flynn 
uh, you guys weren't the target that Bobby was aiming for, so you guys both jump to the side. Karen, you jump to the side, and, and Flynn, uh, you leave it for like a half second longer because you know that you're the target. Yep. Um, and then you kind of like duck and do a Ford's roll past his, uh, past his legs, and he does like charge at the door to yes. see whether or not he manages to break down the door. He certainly does. Yay. So Bobby goes charging through the door, like turning it to splinters uh, and is now on the, in front of where you want to go. Does he just continue running or did he stop? No, he stops. Does anybody have, say, a sleep spell? <laughs> I, I actually do have sleep. I didn't figure out what to do after this. But sleep's based on HP, right? It is. Remember what he does every time he squeals, right? Screams, not squeals. We should. Um, Squealy little piggy. He squeals now, it's canon. <laughs> <laughs> I have fear. We really need to ruin him. Fear to keep him running away from you? That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. And if he keeps running down that corridor and we keep running after him, we've got a battering ram in front of us. I could charm him. He is humanoid. <laughs> is he or is he monstrous? Uh, you said humanoid. Nature check. I did say humanoid. Roll me a nature check. Can I roll a arcana? You can roll me whatever you want. 17. I rolled a two on the dice, so it means I can't re-roll it with my halfling roll, which is so annoying. That yeah. is so I call annoying. It, I call it two the VV special, because uh, yeah. VV rolls twos all the time. All the time. <laughs> you can roll what you like. I'm going to give each of you, you can ask a question about Bobby, and I will give you something based on the roll that you did. What's your so favorite you cheese? Did, what one, sorry? You did na- I did nature, and it was yeah. a 17. Can I roll investigation? Yes, you can. Yes. Yeah, me too, if that's all right. Yeah, go ahead. I only got 10, though. Cool. Okay, so uh, each of you can 21. ask me a question. 21? Nice, you'll get a good answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so each of you ask me a question based on the role that you did. What is the nature of Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and what did you roll? 17. Bobby is a large construct. Okay. Is a construct a humanoid? Construct is technically a humanoid, okay. but it has different rules to like a lot of, like technically a construct is not a humanoid, even if it is human shaped. Right. They do have different rules. I want to know if the type of magic that fear would be. Yeah. Which is, I can't figure out what it is. It is <laughs> so a, a charm spell. Charm spell. Oh, allu- oh, it's a third level illusion. Yeah, okay. Would that affect the intelligence level of this creature? And you rolled a two? I rolled a, uh, so a six altogether. Hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> Difficult to tell. Cool. And uh, Steffi, you rolled a 21 for investigation? Yes. So What's your question? What, I don't know if this counts. It's kind of a two-parter. Okay. In total, what kind of materials was used? Okay. And could I tell, like, if it's organic, how old, you know, like, okay. is there decay or is there... Uh, okay, so the others actually know the answer to this question, but we don't really, you don't really have time to like sit and talk about it. From what you can tell, this body is made of corpses that have been stitched together and somehow green electrum has been used to animate it. Uh, though you don't have too much more than that, but you know plenty about green electrum already. Um, it is an unstable uh, form of electrum. It is created from tiefling eyes uh, and it is like, you know that like, the, the green bullet that you used uh, on the on the golem and you you don't know this but the the bullet destroyed the golem like it infected it with weird magic and the whole thing exploded super dead basically that's what you've got it's powered by unstable magic and it is stitched together from dead bodies i could really use some samples of that flesh oh for science <laughs> don't worry about it oh the charcuterie board no no so bobby uh has stopped and is turning around what do you do now so Flynn's going to cast Fear and hope for the fearful best. Okay, cool. Uh, read me the spell and let me know what I need to do. I cast a, a scary image of his worst fear. Okay. 
in a 30-foot cone, so I cast it straight, like, right in front of it. Okay. So you have to make a wisdom saving throw, and then if um, you don't succeed, you've, he's got to drop everything and dash away in the easiest route from me. I got an eight, but uh, Bobby, as a construct, is immune to being frightened. Damn it. It charges at you, <laughs> Flynn, and it's going to do an attack roll against you. Uh, can I use a reaction for that? Yeah, you can. I want to ask you first. Okay. So you know I have panic button? Yeah. Can I use that for Flynn instead of me? Romy, uh, you'd have to throw it to him and then get him to push the button. Uh, but you can or, do that. Or like, can this I is throw not... it so that the button so it hits, hits him? him? Yeah. yeah. So like we're, we're getting wibbly wobbly with action economy right now. Wibbly so, wibbly. Like, the, But we're not in initiative. So I'm <laughs> no. fine for you to do that. I think it's a cool move. Yeah. So, so I'm going to throw the box so it hits him. On the button, not not to hurt him, but just so it. Roll me an attack roll. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's a four. Mm. You throw it and it goes over his shoulder and disappears into the stand somewhere. Oh. <laughs> Can you just remind me what the panic button was for? The panic button is a small metal box featuring one bright red button. Once per combat, each initiative roll, you can use your reaction to push the panic button, ca- casting the shield spell on yourself. It's like use your reaction to increase your AC. Yeah. Can Welby go fetch said button? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I'm going to do my damage first, but then you can have Welby go pick it up if you want to. Okay. So we wouldn't have time to swoop in as I it tried. was. I tried. It's too late. Sorry, you did like, try. You did he's try. He's very, very fast and he's already punching you and <laughs> Welby is not that fast. Uh, so does a 19 hit you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is eight, eight bludgeoning damage uh, on you. Uh, and then just roll a quick investigation check for Welby using Welby's stats. So 15. Okay. Uh, yeah. You get pushed back 10 feet. And then when you like, you're stunned for a second. And then when you sit up, Welby sitting on your chest with the little uh, middle box and his claws. Hmm. I'm still not rolling you into initiative because okay. we're not doing it. We're like the object of, of what now is escape, not fight. So mm-hmm. uh, you guys can roll into initiative if you want. But as we've seen, like just chipping away at this thing does nothing. Like last ditch attempt. As uh, as it hits Flynn and Flynn goes flying backwards, can I kind of use its forward momentum and swing the great axe into its face and try to get both of its eyes at the same time? It's going to be a really, really high DC. Yeah. And you're not raging anymore? Um, you would have had to be paying an electrum every six seconds for about yeah, no. a minute and a half. So. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of a DC. Go ahead. I believe in you. I believe in you too. I can't give you I don't. I don't really but. believe in you. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> oh, oh, twenty-six. Not enough. Oh. No. Not bad though. Bobby like hits Flynn, swings around, and you do manage to get him in the face with the axe, uh, and you pop one of his eyes, but it's just a slightly off angle, so the other one goes through the eyebrow mm. uh, rather than into the eye, uh, and Bobby does sort of stumble back. A good move. You now all have a moment to do something. Get his other eye. Go, go, go. <laughs> so he's, is he down? He's not down. He's just stumbling back. Like you have literally two or three seconds. Okay, Artifa is seeing this happen. He's going to run in. He's going to summon his dagger as he's moving. He's just going to stab it straight into his other eye. Well, mean attack roll. Okay. Good luck. I'm trying to think if there's a way I can get advantage. If I'm moving, I can't really. Can't. I'm, I'm right there. Oh, true. This is, okay, yes, but also <laughs> this is happening. You are reacting to, like, the uh, swing of an axe and the, like, mm. momentary stumble back. This is, like, a very small window of time that you have. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say you don't have advantage. Okay. 
I'm going to use the nicer dice. No, I'm going to use this dice which I haven't used yet. Debut. 21. 21. You do hit. Yes. Nice. uh, You throw it in there. You get it into his face. Roll me a d20. Okay. 11. Okay. The eye does go dark. You get it in there. Uh, you You pull your dagger out. For now, it doesn't seem to be moving. Okay. Cool. I think I say... Guys, he's down. Uh, quick, we've got to like throw him back into the arena. Come on. <laughs> I He's six foot tall. Uh, oh, no. Karen is... Karen, you are strong. You are strong. I pick I pick him up. Okay, roll me a strength check. I would like hey, to Just because he's a very chunky boy. Yeah, roll me a strength check with um with advantage. Yeah. Okay. I've rolled it. 21. Yeah, cool. You pick him up. Then what do you do with him? Throw him back into the arena. Cool. Yeah, you pick him up. You yeah. Like half him overhead, uh, back into the arena. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. He is now down on the sand. Run away. Yeah. Yeah. We run away. away. Into the door. Door still locked. What, what do no, you he's, mean? He's he smashed it. it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Penny out here just wanting us to lose. <laughs> I that you guys crashed through the door. Here's the thing about the great axe. It's still in his. It's still in his face. Okay. Because so you're gonna have to unsummon it. Yeah, but that's fine. Because okay. I want him to stay down more than I want him to, mm. uh, more than I want the great axe with me. Yeah, we cool. can wait till later. Yep. Okay. So you guys run through the door. Mm-hmm. It appears to be some kind of like maintenance corridor. Mm-hmm. There's like, you know, piping and Karen, you would recognize, uh, you know, what kind of structures are set up to make tunnels not collapse. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems to be uh, going along for about 20 feet and then there's a ladder. Climb the ladder. Yeah, same. Mm. Cool. You guys are most of the way up the uh, ladder when behind you you hear a scream. Oh, climb the ladder faster. Yep. Yeah, yep. pretty much. Can you collapse <laughs> the tunnel, Karen? Dwarfism? Dwarfism? Sorry. As, yeah, can you give the tunnel as a, dwarfism? As a dwarf, I collapse the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't need I don't need anything else to do that because Nate said so. Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna need uh, like I'm gonna need some kind of strategy. You yeah, don't, I don't have your weapon. No. So uh, how would you how would you try and collapse the tunnel? I don't know. Kick support beams. I don't think it's like a mining tunnel. No, right? it's not. It's like, like a sewage. Yeah, it's got like multiple structures up. That oh, would, okay. Yeah, like it's it's more of a sewer tunnel than it is a um like a easily like marvelous wouldn't make his main tunnel something that you could just like kick us you know kick something out and the whole thing falls down does anyone have stone shape no no i'm afraid not we are not daisy mm. okay you get to you get to the top of the ladder who's at the front it'll be karen i yeah, imagine i think karen okay there's like a hatch yes with a with a spinny ring start spinning it to open I was going to say it's locked, but I can't keep doing that. <laughs> can't keep doing that. Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, you pop it open uh, and you can hear uh, heavy footsteps coming from behind you. Uh, and you pop up and you are uh, now in what appears to be a kitchen. Okay. Like just a regular old, like, you know, like people are cooking noodles. Is this the kitchen that we recognize from previously breaking into this man's house? <laughs> uh, no, not Marvelous's like oh, mansion. Okay. It's, it's, you're still at Ace Alley. Right. Uh, so it's just like a random kitchen for like a restaurant that's around here somewhere. Oh. Uh, and you pop up and you kind of pop out of what looks like a... Like a lino floor? Yeah, you pop out of what looks like a lino floor that yeah. would otherwise be hidden. Mm. Uh, you're in a kitchen. Yeah, what do you do now? Com- commercial or private residence? Commercial. <laughs> Karen Karen jumps out and starts helping other people out. Cool. Okay. Pulling pulling them all out. And once they're all out, she's going to slam the hatch shut and pull 
a big heavy table over the top of it. Okay. Yeah, I want to help. Cool. Okay. Like a kitchen island. A kitchen island. Roll me a. I want to say a survival check. Okay. Ooh. This is like setting up traps and things. So. No, if you said you help, that just gives me advantage. Oh. Thank you. Thank you for advantage. It was better. I should have given you advantage. Yeah, you should have given me advantage. <laughs> That's fine. It's a four. A four. Jeez Louise. I rolled two threes. Okay. I am not joking. Okay, cool. You can't you can't find a like a like a movable table. No. Everything is everything is all like, you know, bolted, bolted yeah. in and like has, you know, piping and stuff holding it in place. Yeah. So you like find some stuff to put on top of the hatch, mm. but it's not gonna hold for very no, long. No, no. Can I roll investigation to see where we can exit? Sure, yeah, roll me an investigation check. That one, I'm re-rolling. There you go. <laughs> Ten. Mm. There's two exits. Uh, one of them looks like it goes out to a back alley, you know, like where you would take the rubbish out the back, mm. and then the other way leads out into the restaurant. Okay, I'm going to be like, Ellie, somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> it's me helping. We're panicking. There's a big guy under us. <laughs> um, Ida is going to... Oh, Karen's light enough for Ida to carry, isn't it? I beg your pardon? Karen is light enough for Ida to carry. No, no. Karen is a bottom-heavy gal. She is a stocky dwarf, uh, and Ida Fur is a skinny teenage boy. <laughs> hey, he's a young adult. <laughs> um, okay, well, anyway, I think Ida's just going to warn the kitchen staff and be like, y'all need to, like... Oh, so the kitchen staff aren't here because this entire like building is mm. above the thing and like half like the building's starting to tilt oh so okay yeah uh, okay there is no need to warn the kitchen stuff because okay. uh this entire area appears to be sort of slowly starting to tip and they up. probably don't get paid enough to like stay yeah, sure. yeah literally no worries then because i was like we cannot let this guy out he's gonna kill the kitchen yeah staff. But now I don't care. So yeah, let's just run. Let's just, let's just run, run. Which way? The alley. I think alley. In my head, I'm thinking if we can run out of the alley and get onto a roof, mm. we can maybe see him. Well, he wouldn't be able to see us. Oh, Bobby. Yeah. I'm still thinking about Marvelous. I don't give a <laughs> shit about him. <laughs> Do you want to see if you can find out which way Marvelous went? Yes. Cool. Anyone who wants to roll me investigation check. Um, I would rather get out into the alleyway first. Natural twenty. Woo! Nice. Flynn got an unnatural 20. Very Plus nice. 10. I got a, I got a 15. Plus 10. You got a 13. Oh, shoot. Hell yeah. Just out of curiosity, um, are we still in the kitchen at this point? Yes. Okay, sweet ass. <laughs> Which I is... have not rolled. I'm just, I would just want to get okay. outside. Uh, natural 20 and unnatural 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no like immediate like, you know, oh, there's a little bit of velvet on one of the doors <laughs> or whatever. But you would guess because of the way that the floor is starting to lean, they probably went up rather than down so Mm -hmm. if you were to make an educated guess just based on what feels safer you'd say he went into the restaurant actually that's true because the alley would be above the rest of the underground that would just come out because we came through so if we go out the alley we'll probably be walking over the ground that's about to collapse oh yeah you're right you're right you're right let's go out through the front cool as you walk out the little run as you run out through the little (laughs) doors the little like ranch doors doors. out into the restaurant um you hear a like a crash behind you and you realize bobby's reached the top of the ladder mm. okay well we've still got a chance to run <laughs> so <laughs> let's do th- oh you go out into the restaurant there seems to be uh one person who is still sitting and eating uh and the- otherwise the restaurant is uh, is empty frankie would just like to say to that person it's like get out of here do you have a death wish get the fuck out of here <laughs> they look up and you realize that they're blind oh gosh 
Do we recognize does, him? Does your ears not work either? Like, roll me an investigation check. Sorry, no, roll me just a like a uh, what am I trying to say? Like, roll me a society check. A society check. Well, Karen got a nineteen because she's part of the upper crust of society, so she's yeah. very good at it. This guy's like. Uh, like helper dog is not here. He probably doesn't know that. Like, doesn't oh, know how to get out by himself. His dog ran we away. We have to save him. Frankie Roller Four. Is that he's just like? He's just an idiot. To you, you're just like, you're you're blind, not stupid. What shape is this person? Are they human? Are they tall, heavy? Just like a sort of older man, probably like mid sixties. Okay. <laughs> just get him on your shoulder. Just like and run. a just yeah. like yeah, just a regular slim old human. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna grab him and pull him. I'm assuming. We're going out the front doors of yes. the restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Karen. Karen's got his hand as well, kind of like yep. tugging him both along. Okay. Did you, you communicate with him? Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say. Flynn's going to be like, like "You're still with us, yeah. mate." No, no, of course not. Idafa. Karen says, "Okay, darling, we're going to get you out of here. The restaurant is falling into a sinkhole." Yeah, he doesn't argue. He's just like, "Yep, cool. Yep. Okay, that's fine. I'm blind. Let's go." <laughs> that's fine. I'm blind. <laughs> that's fine. I'm blind. Penny here. I hope you're enjoying this episode more than the players did. I think I scared them a little bit with Bobby. Our apologies for the postponed live show this past weekend. As of right now, we are still planning to go ahead with it in the near future. We will make sure to post a new date so everyone can still come and enjoy some October-themed fun, even if it's not in October. As this episode releases, I'll be in Wellington, DMing Intro to D&D at Wellicon 2022. I just wanted to say thank you to Jules Bergeser for inviting me to come and participate. And if you happen to see me there away from the table, why not come and say hi? I always love meeting new people and hearing about people's favorite characters from the show. It's now time to give a special shout out to all the lovely people who are subscribed to our Patreon and support JBPC. James Courtright, Sam Sarah at Gamers ADHD, Spooky Waffles, Bones Rattling, Ghosts Wailing, Wolves Howling, Claire McDonald, Jules Bergeser, Bachelor Katarina von Palimpsest, Shubna Lee, Alex Moore, and Lyndon Hood. Making this show really has been a labor of love over these last few years, and it means a lot to all of us that you are willing to throw a few dollars our way and support what we do. A big, wet grandma cheek kiss to every one of you. If you would like to become a supporter of the terrible adventures of the Janice and Breathfords Parchment Company, go check out patreon.com slash jbpcpodcast. There are multiple tiers with lots of different rewards you can unlock, and we post Patreon-only exclusive content there from time to time. Haven't been doing it a lot lately, but I've got some cool stuff planned for the near future. Music credits. Thanks to Bail Bonds for Chasing Down a Vision, Young Logos for Escapism and Fat Man, Jemina Contreras for Frightmare and Goddess of the Sea, Asha Falero for Lament of the Ancients, Nathan Moore for The Goons Loose, Nefix for The Itch Instrumental, Half.Cool for Virtual Roaming Charges, and Anno Domini Beats for Warzone. As always, our social media pages are facebook.com slash Podcast and at jbpcpodcast on Twitter. And keep an eye on the Kiwi RPG hashtag for all sorts of things that Kiwi creators, just like us, are doing with their projects. Well, that's it for now. Let's get back to the show and see if we can't finish off that pesky Bobby. You're a little slower mm. because, you know, you've got to move with this guy's speed. Mm. And as you reach the front doors of the restaurant, you hear another crash. And then, like, the sort of noise of 
you know, like if you threw like pots and pans into yeah. a room and yeah. kind of like playing around mm-hmm. for a bit, yeah. um, and yeah. you think that the hatch might have been detached from the floor. Mm. Yeah, the hatch is compromised. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> mm, keep running. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yep. The idea. Is, I think like at this point we. M- are we out of the restaurant at this point? Yeah, you're out of the restaurant. Uh, you are at Ace Alley. And so w- as for reference, what you can see, uh, the street is starting to tilt. Uh, Frankie, you weren't here, but this is like the nightlife area of Ymir <laughs> City where there's like, you know, lots of restaurants and clubs and places to go gamble and stuff. And it is chaos out here. There is stuff on fire. <laughs> there are people running in every direction. The street itself is starting to fall into a sinkhole. It is very, very dangerous here, and there are people panicking. Frankie's never been out like this before, so he's just assuming this is just a standard, like, Saturday <laughs> night. Like, yeah, this is what your, di- your mom um, told you about, Ace Alley. The restaurant, was it just single story? No, there was, a, there was another story above. Okay, I'm just, like, in my head, I think if we can get high where he can't see us, then we'll... Like hiding, I think at this point is going to be safer than running. Yeah. Are we going to better deal with the blind guy? Or are we just going to. Oh, go? just ditch the blind guy. We got a. <laughs> Frankie. Karen's going to take a quick look around to see if she can see any kind of like officials, town guards. Roll me a uh, perception check. I was going to say, can I do a roll perception for like a ways to get up high? Yeah, go ahead. That's a 14 for Town Guard? Yeah, uh, there are Warforged all over the place. There are lots of Warforged who are um, like leading people away and like what you know about Warforged, like they are more, like they're more withstanding of damage. So uh, there are Warforged all over the places like directing people which way to go and that kind of stuff. Awesome. She is going to run the blind guy over to one of the Warforged and just put his hand in the Warforged hands. Okay. And then leave him there. Okay. (laughs) Um, Flynn would have followed, and he's going to say to the Warforged guard and um, use my charisma strength to be like, excuse me, good sir, there is a creature that's been destroying the streets, and now they're attacking people, and everyone was very scared. Uh, the Warforged turns to you and says, identify source of damage. I point at Bobby, and I'm like, is that guy? Okay, cool. Uh, you can't see Bobby yet, but you know he's inside the restaurant. He's probably going to be out in just a moment. Yeah. Uh, that's that's cool. Okay, the Warforged is... Thank you, Citizen. And uh, Poppy, what did you roll? I rolled 22. Nice. Cool. Uh, there is a fire escape uh, across the street that leads up onto uh, onto a roof. Perfect. Of a strip club. That's nice. fine. Can we stop? I would like... <laughs> I don't know if they're performing right now. I would like to point it out to everyone and run for okay. it. Okay. Yeah, Keen. I follow. Okay, uh... I'm just going to roll a... The one Warforged that you told does leave its post and start heading towards the restaurant as you guys run across the street and go towards the ladder. You guys are about, you know, the first level of the fire escape because it's a two-story building. Yes. Uh, And you look back over and you can see Bobby grappling with the Warforged and does tear the Warforged's arm off. No. And pushes him over and uh, starts looking around. Uh, and then you see uh, you see Bobby, his eyes lock onto a dwarf man who was just running in panic, mm-hmm. uh, and he goes after the dwarf man. Oh, no. Oh, dear. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate, anyway. yeah. Oh my so God. let's find safety. You know who should be here? You know who should be taking taking responsibility for this? Prince Master Tom? Speck. Master Speck should Wouldn't be, be here taking responsibility idea. for this. Not us. We're just office workers. <laughs> yeah, we are literally just office workers. <laughs> so you're not going to do anything to stop him from going after the dwarf then? <gasps> no. I'm afraid not. This no, I'm, I'm beast running. is like impossible to kill. And, and my health is really low. Mm-hmm. 
You hit me really hard. Yeah, I did. You hit me really hard and my health was really low. Well, also, if he wasn't a healer, you would have, like, dug his heart out. Yes, so. I would have. Yeah. You're correct. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are still heading up the fire escape? Yes. Yeah. I think we should get to the top of the roof and, like, regroup. Okay. So you do, you make it to the top of the roof, um, you look down over the edge of the roof, uh, and you can see that Bobby has literally torn that dwarf man in half. Yeah. Oh, well. There are two halves of a corpse uh, That's down the That's the second street. person we've seen torn in half today. So the second dwarf man we've seen torn in half today. People are running and screaming, uh, and Warforge guards are like heading towards Bobby, uh, and Bobby is now locked onto a human, mm. uh, like tall, slim woman, kind of has a similar build to Frankie, <laughs> uh, and is now going after them. Rude. God, this feels horrible. <laughs> yeah, this isn't real. Flynn's like, um, excuse me. We did tell the authorities. We did tell the authorities. <laughs> but they doing shit. We did tell the authorities. Uh, it's very, this is very tough. Because it's like, what What can we do? I'm going to roll my moral compass to see which I do. Is that a natural one? No, it's a, a six. Flynn does not care. more about the self-preservation. Yeah, I, well, I think self like. It's hard. It is hard. Okay, um, so Bobby does uh, catch up with the with the woman, and again just like punches a hole through her chest, uh, and then turns and uh, locates a family of halflings. Well, it's not a family because oh it's God, like stop it's this nightlife. Penny. Uh, locates a couple of halflings who are running away and starts going after them. Penny, oh my God. Penny really doesn't want us to catch up to Marvelous. <laughs> Penny really doesn't want us to catch up. Marvelous, to Marvelous. is gone. You guys lost the trail almost Devil's immediately. Devil's advocate. It doesn't seem to see Ido so after they d- it destroys one of these halflings hopefully then you know it, it might just be like okay they're all dead and then you know what, what do we just wait and see <laughs> oh because because you're thinking that it's um, targeting yes. a dwarf a human and a halfling yeah how far away oh am I God. from Bobby you are probably about maybe That's 40 actually really feet smart. away yes. from maybe Frank 40 feet away from Bobby. You're just gotta kill one more person no you're 40 feet away from Bobby there is no window there is no window. I think Frankie's kind of got a yeah, point. Yeah, so if you just let it attack this one, hopefully, halfling, then it would think that it's killed the people that it was attacking it and hopefully be done with That's it. That's its mission complete. That's it. Like, okay, close enough, done. <laughs> this is like the worst moral dilemma we've been come across. <laughs> so Flynn's going to sneak the extra 10 feet towards Bobby and cast minor illusion of... You are um, on the edge of a building. Yeah. Ten feet closer is jumping off the building. No, we're on a ladder. No, you're on the roof of the building now. I was going to say, because he hasn't been able to see Ido so far, Ido should really be the one to go down and test this. No, I was going to cast okay. minor illusion okay. and okay. send us going somewhere else so he follows us and then just disappear. But then he'll just find another group. Fi- like Minor illusion is a small illusion. Like I'm It is small. not the size of three people. Okay. Karen takes five Electrum out of her pocket and gives them to Frankie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rip. Okay. Used to run away. No, I'm kidding. Let's go oh. deal with the Frankie. No, oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Frankie takes that. Is anyone still looking over the edge? I'm going down the ladder. Yeah. Someone's yeah. going. Yeah. Uh, 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 I can't watch a family be ripped apart. It wasn't It wasn't a family. I couldn't put kids here. Like, even, <laughs> even I'm not that cruel. <laughs> Okay, so Ido is going down the ladder and is... Are you sneaking off alone or are you taking people with you? No, I was I'm going by myself. I'm like, I, I'm not looking at anyone else. I'm just like, shit, I need to say this. Like, I can't let this happen. Yeah. We've just let two people die. So we get, he's going down the ladder and he can see Bobby's getting closer and closer to these halflings. So he 
jumps from the second, oh, from the top of the first story. Okay. Hopefully onto Bobby. Is that something doable? Roll me an ac- uh, acrobatics check. Okay. I was just going to call out. Uh, that is an unnatural <laughs> 20. Cool. Very nice. Um, you do. You jump. And in midair, you pull out your, your commons back up and you just like fall into a stab and it goes like straight through the top of the skull, like down into into like Bobby's head. <laughs> and it, it does seem to fry him for a second. Oh, um, he falls. The two halflings that were, you know, almost caught by Bobby um, do run off. Good. Uh, and a, a bunch of Warforged are starting to like converge into the space, but they seem unsure. Yeah. So I pull my rapier out of his head and like you know shake it off okay and god i don't know what i could say to these warforged to get them to like just destroy this thing while you think of that the rest of you on top of the roof uh flynn you are on the top of the like first floor of the fire escape but uh karen uh you have given frankie some of your electrum and you look over the building and you can see idafer is down there is frankie ready to do anything at the moment frankie's trying to decide what he can do well, I did give you five electron because I was like, I know Frankie's got fireball. And then Idafer was immediately next to him. Yeah. So I was like, okay, never mind. Ido's got fire resistance. Ido's got fire resistance. Oh, I have fireball. But also magic in front of Warforged. Oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah. But we've got that magic. Well, what, what is the, the exemption seal? Do we still? You, you do still have yeah. your imperial seals. But also it's so much easier to just not get anyone involved. Yeah, it's true. So here's the thing. Okay. I'm 40 feet away. Yeah. Bobby still has your axe in his face. Karen moves five feet back from the edge of the building and uses an Electrum to rage. Okay. And she's going to sprint forwards and jump down while raging using the tiger jump. Basketball Karen. Yeah. And she's going to come down and punch Bobby right in the face. Okay. As she lands. I really hope this works. I really hope this uh, works. And Flynn, what are you doing? Because uh, Flynn did technically have a move going before you. Oh, yeah. So does he... Where the axe is with Karen, can he see? Because he keeps locking eyes with people, right? Or Can can Bobby see Karen? No, can he see at all? Like, can he see? He could see through one eye. If But, but the thing is, is that you're not sure how effective his sight is right now because he's just going for anyone who vaguely resembles you three. <laughs> can I just roll performance from the top of the fire escape to do like a little like jig and like holler at him to distract him and like okay roll me performance and we'll do Karen's one and then we'll come back to you that is so funny <laughs> unnatural 23 uh, Karen what, what did you roll for your punch uh 10 so that was a acrobatics check right yeah cool okay so you do you do your jump mm. and you come down and Bobby sees you, and as you come down, he reaches up to catch you. Mm. Uh, he isn't successful because uh, he seems to have missed. Like he seems to have death missed aims. Like he doesn't have death oh, he perception. Have death yeah. perception. <laughs> you hit his arm and bounce off instead of getting the face punch that you were going for. Mm, okay. Uh, you are now down on the ground. There are people running and screaming, and there are a lot of warforged around, and the ground like sinks uh down one like one stage uh just sort of like shudders down a little bit uh flynn uh bobby hears you uh and it turns um and then it rips the axe out of its face grabs the axe and and tears out of its face uh and then he screams at you and his eyes start glowing green both of them yeah because he can heal his own eyes if there's not something in it because you took the dagger out. But he's now looking at you and nobody else. Mm. 
Frankie. What what I was thinking about was I was going to cast Pyrotechnic. Ooh. Okay. So choose an area of non-magical flame that you can see and that fits within a five-foot cube. You can extinguish... Oh, no. So it has to already be yeah. well, on fire. What, there's a lot of things on fire. You did say here. before that things yeah. are on fire. Oh, yeah, right. you yeah. did say. People are screaming and running and things are on fire. Yeah. So. so pretty much the effect I was going for is it's going to... I'm going to pick smoke. So a thick black smoke spreads out from that target in a 20-foot radius moving around corners. The area of of the smoke is heavily obscure the smoke persists for one minute or until strong wind disperses it so i was thinking maybe that one minute would be enough for everyone to get out of the way warforge to be there or the whole thing to collapse so that we could leave mm. and stop fighting this person yeah you look down you can see like a shop window mm-hmm. on fire pretty mm-hmm. close by uh, and then so you like concentrate on your electrum and the smoke begins pouring out of fire and uh and uh covers the space that ido and karen are in mm-hmm. uh, along with bobby and one or two of the warforged in a thick dark smoke yep so hopefully like get out of the way guys <laughs> leave the area please I'm assuming Ido hears that and run. Cool. Uh, yep. Karen also runs, I guess. Okay. I think it, Ido would run back up the ladder because it feels like the safest place to go. Okay. Mm. Yeah, Flimmer's still on the escape thingy, but not. <laughs> the last thing that you saw before uh, the smoke filled the space was Bobby was staring straight at you. And he would, he you would hit the ash, right? <laughs> singing and dancing and waving your arms Doing to try and distract dance. him. I'm going to move one more level up like stealthily. I'm going to like... Okay. <laughs> Can't see anything. And has anyone else got anything else like that they want to do? No, just like running up that ladder. <laughs> I would like to roll to see if Flynn would... Because his eyes are growing green, right? So they're the... Can we use his eyes if we like touch them? Like we touch Electron to cast spells, but like... <laughs> well, you, like, could you poke Idafit in the eye and then cast a spell? Maybe. We don't we know. Yeah, I guess we, we haven't tried. tried. You know? Fucking try me. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're glowing, right? So they're, they're active green electrum kind of kind of think, feeling things. That's what I'm kind of thinking is that these are what are animating him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. That's, that's definitely it. Yeah. So if we, if we touch them, can we use them? I would be way too scared to get up close yeah, to Yeah, you could try and get yeah, up close to him and find out. Yeah, like you're welcome to, but you know, you'll have to roll a new character. I have been trying so hard to get his eyes out of his fucking head, and it's just not happening. It's just not happening. I've been trying so hard. I think we should just leave. Yeah, I, I agree with Frankie. Uh, so, what happens next <laughs> is uh, you guys are climbing the ladder, mm. Flynn's a little ahead of you, and you can hear a crunching noise. Then you turn to the side and you see that Bobby is just like punching holes in this brick building to climb just straight up the surface wall. Sick. And then you hear the Warforge say, you are damaging private property. And then a bunch of them start swarming in uh, and climbing the wall after Bobby uh, on its way up the side of the building. Oh, by the way, um, Karen has desummoned her her, her axe cool. so yeah. it hey, does not have her axe in its hand it grabbed it out and threw it to the side before anyway so okay, like so that would be a perfect time to yeah. do that yeah um I'm, I'm just kind of like hoping there's enough warforged to s- s- get this thing out of like it's so annoying it's, it's like <laughs> penny you've finally given us an unbeatable boss yeah this it's is so stressful I, there's a reason that we're not in initiative right now you gotta think outside of just the classic like six second turn that you get and start Playing this like a story. You won't let me rip its eyes out of its head. Keep trying. Keep trying. <laughs> I'm trying too hard. 
You have a new resource that you didn't have before. We've got the higher ground. <laughs> we have the higher... <laughs> so it's climbing up the building that we're on top of? Yeah, yeah, you guys are heading up the ladder. It is just like punching its way up the brick. And its, and it's face is upturned looking for us. Yeah. Um, Karen leans over the edge and drops her leaf powder. Cool, what does that do? A bluish dust puffs through the pouch when shaken. So she just drops the pouch. Okay. Boof. If the dust is inhaled, the victim saves for intelligence against a DC of 15. On a failed save, the victim forgets everything that has happened in the last 24 hours. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the save? DC 15. Intelligence. Can you imagine if he... Fail. Yes! Oh. <laughs> I mean, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> uh, so things are really tense. Like, you guys reach the top of the building, look over, and Bobby's just like you know, punching his way up the side and the Warforged are climbing up behind you. And Karen, you're just kind of like, I am over this. <laughs> you reach in your pack and you pull out this little tin of powder or bag of powder that you got in Murphy's bargain bin of all places. <laughs> yep. Yep. And you just drop the whole tin over the side. Yes. It hits Bobby in the face uh, and Bobby stops for a minute and then just slowly starts to lean back. Yes. His hands exit out the wall and he just falls backwards off the building down to the pavement and he's just sitting there blinking. Flynn's going to call out to the Warforged. You need to remove his eyes. Bobby, you need to remove your eyes. It's time for your time to remove your eyes right now. What the hell? <laughs> can I roll persuasion to try and convince him to remove his own eyes? Good luck. You can, but there's something that you're missing. <laughs> Puzzles, puzzles turn us into morons. Yeah. <laughs> puzzles turn us into morons. So Penny was looking at me like I should know exactly what's happening, but okay. I'm, I'm an Everybody idiot. Everybody roll me intelligence checks with advantage. Yeah. Thank what, you. Like, with disadvantage? Yeah, I know, right? Flynn got 17. Karen got a 15. Ada got a 20, thank God. <laughs> Frank got a 21. All of you, this thing has only responded to one, like, sound-based command and it came from Marvelous. On the other hand, it doesn't seem to be able to see Idafa. And also, it doesn't seem to be able to distinguish between you all and just people who look like you. Idafa, while he's like that, I think you need to go down and I think you need to take his eyes out. <laughs> or, or pretend to be Marvelous and tell him to stop. I was gonna say, can't we just tell him to die? No, just tell him to stop. If we just say die, Will he die? Well, if you just say die, maybe. But do you sound like Marvelous? Well, I, if you give me a couple minutes, I'm yeah. sure I could. <laughs> I, was I, don't, I don't think we've got a couple of minutes, darling. Oh, all right, I'll go down and I'll take out his eyes. Thank you. You go down the ladder. Uh, there are a bunch of Warforged surrounding Bobby uh, with their weapons drawn, but not like attacking. They're not like dogpiling him. Oh, okay. Because otherwise you'll look like his eyes. <laughs> you go to walk through the like circle of Warforged. Do you say anything to them as you go through? Yeah. So I pull out my seal. I'm like, guys, um, I'm with, I'm with the, um, the Bureau of Magical the Disturbances. I'm with the Bureau of Magical the Disturbances. Of yeah. <laughs> um, I need to a uh, perform an extraction on this specimen. <laughs> so please, um, step back for a moment. Thank you. And Idafa. <laughs> The Warforged each step back. Nice. Fantastic. I was going to say, my performance is pretty good. I could do it. Um, <laughs> I was in the drama club one time. 
I've watched High School Musical. <laughs> so I I kneel down and and I pluck out his eyes. Uh, okay, <laughs> do you use your knife for that or? No, I use my hands. Uh, oh, okay, roll me a. I wouldn't even know what kind of chick this is. Maybe like is it a survival, dexterity? like pulling it out of like when you hunt for animal pieces. It's like survival in nature, right? Or oh, stealth of hand, a sleight of hand, sleight of hand. Yeah, roll me a sleight of hand chick <laughs> for stealing okay. someone's eyeballs out of their skull. Steal oh, his God. eyeballs. Steal his 17. eyeballs. <laughs> okay, you reach down and you touch his eyeball. Uh, and it kind of shocks you, but not in a way that's painful to you. Hmm. And you kind of like put your fingers into the eye socket. And what you can feel is like, this thing is like continuously like hurting and healing itself. Like that shock is not just on you. It's also on the like flesh around the eye. Oh my um, God. So that's actually not like as in there as you would have expected. It's like continuously uh, hurting and healing all of the like synapses around it. Um, you reach in and you pluck the eye out. Uh, you are successful. And Bobby does not like in any way react to this sensation. Mm. And the other one. Yeah, I was going to say, I, did, did, I was kind of like going like, both of them. And the rest of you, you still up on top of the building? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Karen's kind of peeking over the ledge, like trying yeah. trying not to get seen by the Warforged. Cool. Uh, go ahead and roll me the second one. Okay. Um, 12. <laughs> yeah, this one takes you a little longer. Because <laughs> just because it's gross, right? Yeah. Like, it's not that it's difficult. You're like... Now you know what it feels like the first time, so you're a little hesitant, right? Yeah. In my head, I'm just like, it's just grapes. It's just grapes. <laughs> it's something that you've not really had time to... <laughs> Learn how to do. That you've not really had time to consider before, is that Bobby smells. Oh. Like Bobby smells like rotten flesh. So and you reach... And, it, like, Bobby smells like the sewer. Yeah. Like, when you were in the sewer that time. Mm. And you reach in, and you pull out the other eye and the body in a way like like you just pulled a battery out of something just relaxes <laughs> and then the entire ace alley falls oh, oh no into the sinkhole um Ido too yeah you guys too yeah everyone uh, the uh, building that you're on Idafa, oh my god all the warforged everything falls about 50 feet oh. just straight 50 down feet. <gasps> 50 feet. 50-5-0. Yep. Oh, no. Um, uh, I, I don't know how to I don't know how to roll for that. What damage do we take? No, no none. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a cutscene. No, it's a cutscene. Cut cut <laughs> That's the end of the first part, and then we go to ads. And a <laughs> <laughs> word from our sponsor. Oh. I want everyone to roll me constitution saving throws. What, see if we throw up? Karen got an eight. Ido got a four. Frankie got a natural one. Flynn got a, um, a ten. Hmm. Frankie back to his old tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Great to be back. Flynnva, you are sitting on a cliff <laughs> overlooking Ymir City. And next to you, there is a naked man. <laughs> what a beautiful... And as you watch, the city moves so very fast. Like, you know, buildings are being built and coming down and like like the sun is like pinging across the sky faster, faster. Like, and next to you, the naked man looks at you 
and dies and and his corpse like in a matter of moments like rots down to a skeleton sir ways and then sir a shadow approaches from behind you and kneels down next to the skeleton <laughs> and on the shoulder of that shadow there is a bluebird <gasps> oh and the blue bird looks at you and says... Wait, did you say the, the bird looks at me? Yeah, the bird looks at you and says, It's okay. Oh. I, I didn't want to be this, but keep going. Don't let him use me. Oh. Sorry, sir, who are you? Are you okay, sir? Uh, no. I'm trapped here. Where's here? Your dream. M- my dream? Or... My name is Delton. And I need you to... And then you're awoken by a warforged pulling you out of the rubble. And all around you, you can see that Ace Alley is destroyed. <laughs> like, everything is smoke and fire and rubble. And people are being tended to by warforged guards. Uh, and then soon after, Karen and Idafa and Frankie are all pulled out of the rubble. And you can see the body of Bobby also being extracted from the rubble. Although... It's no longer animated. It now is just a. It's just what would happen if anyone decided to sew a bunch of corpses together. Falling apart. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it is falling apart. There's nothing holding it together. Like the stitching is not very useful when it mm. comes to a decomposing corpse. No. You're all awake. You're not doing great, but you're <laughs> awake. Uh, and then one of the warforged like starts searching you, Karen, and it goes into your pockets and it pulls out the imperial seal. And then it smiles in, in, as, as, in any way that a robot can. And it puts the seal back in your pocket and it says, Have an excellent day, citizen. And then from behind you, you hear someone say, What in fucking Sheeron is going on here? And through the smoke, you see a pale woman, like an exceptionally pale woman, walking through she's dressed in like military uh, attire she's got like badges and stars and all kinds of stuff on her and she's flanked by two officers and all of the warforged immediately stand to attention and she goes into your pocket karen and she pulls the seal out okay i've had quite enough of people going into my pockets today thank you (sighs) karen where did you get this i was given it thank you she holds out her hand to receive it back. <laughs> My name is the Admiral. Oh, that's better than the Administrator. <laughs> and you are all in so much trouble. Admiral here. I'm not sure what is going on, but these troublemakers are about to be gone. To jail. I've been asked to offer some wisdom in exchange for listening to the show, so here goes. Please stop breaking the law. And littering. Littering is disgusting. So, those two things, really. Goodbye.